911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I am your host today. Ashley Walton is actually currently being held hostage in our own house by myself and Brian K. Bishop. So we are taking over her podcast today and we are going to have a lot of fun with this. That's what I'm foreseeing. Absolutely, Clint. Looking forward to it. Yes. Today is something that is different. It's definitely different. You know, Ashley is a professional in everything she does and a perfectionist on so many levels. This is going to be complete opposite from perfection. This is going to be the essence of Clinton Bryan. Real and raw. (laughs) Yes. We're going to use our sexy computer voices and, and be here today intriguing you with everything and anything that we say. So, Brian... What is your favorite thing so far that you've seen out here in California in the whirlwind of two days that we've been out here? Actually, I've enjoyed the beautiful mountains, the scenery, the people actually have been fairly nice. I enjoyed volunteering with you on Friday with your golf uh, tournament and your outing, your fundraiser for the amount of patrol division, which I have learned a lot about and a lot of the volunteer that goes into that, that you guys have a great ministry for the city that's a lot on your dime and on your time. Yeah, it, you're absolutely right. The, the mounting unit is something that we've put in a lot of effort on too. And, and you got to see me and Ashley always jokes, interact with the old ladies who absolutely love me and I love them. They're just the sweetest of people that we have. You know, they put in that time and effort to earn their place and but they come out they specifically come out to support me (laughs) and it sounds funny that's like my own personal fan club in so many ways because i love them i go see them i'll spend 30 minutes in their house petting their dogs and just talking with them and that's all they need because they're alone they have no one to serve them to be with they've lost their husbands they've lost their family and it just takes a few moments to spend that time. Who who do you have in your life that you actually, you take that time out of your day just as, you know, say, hey, how are you doing? Check in with. Well, that's that's commendable. And like I said earlier, podcasts, we need to be approachable, whether it's we're retired or we're active law enforcement. I have a lot of what I call adopted moms. I still call, I still keep in contact with a lot of their husbands, as you said, Clint, have passed on and they're lonely and they still have sharp minds. They just want someone to talk to, listen to, and just to make them feel important. And I've always had a lot of adopted grandparents or mentors in my life. So I've continued that in my latter years of almost being 50 now, that it's still brings a lot of joy and it makes me happy to know that I've appreciated the influence I've had at a younger age and now I'm at that starting at that age I can give back to younger officers to younger people to be a mentor to them as well and and it's so important to always just give back to whoever you're surrounding yourself with so so what is your favorite thing to actually give back in those instances Actually, it's my time and knowledge. Uh, I will go out and ride with a lot of the younger officers, and it's funny to watch them kind of be hesitant on basic procedures, even a traffic stop, 
And here I've been out, I've been a police officer in two states now, which is totally different to learn new laws from Ohio to Pennsylvania and then come back to Ohio and still remember those remember those laws, even though they've changed, and still have that confidence like, okay, this is what you need to do on the traffic stop. First of all, you know, put your car in park and relax. Wait till they put their car in park then approach safely. And some agencies, I get free reign. I can go out and do whatever I want to within reason. So I'll walk up actually on the car, stop with them, and just be there as extra eyes and ears to be that extra support because they're gonna be tunnel vision and focus on what they're doing. They may not see what I'm seeing. So give back my time and knowledge, I think is the best thing that I can do. It still makes me feel important. I still get that drive and that cruiser smell, if you will, and going 110 miles an hour and that adrenaline rush, even at my age, I still have a lot of that drive left, but it's not on the stressful level that I have to do it. I come out because I choose to do it and want to give back. Absolutely. I think that's incredible and and very, just something that's just awesome that you do. So in this moment right now, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'm going to do like the 50 questions or the 21 questions or the nine questions because I don't have 50 questions. <laughs> so I'm just going to start spitfiring questions at you. I want you to answer them as fast as you can. Okay. And it's not it's not going to be anything in depth. I'm not going to say, what color are your underwear today? I mean, if you say purple, green, and yellow, there's a problem that me and you are going to have, right? <laughs> so I'm going to ask you just rapid fire questions. And I want to... I want you to come out. I want Brian K. Bishop to come out to hear Dr. Garrison. I want to see <laughs> Brianna. I want to see all these voices come out. We've been doing these interviews now, and and I haven't seen a single voice come out in this bullshit, Brian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of, this is what I, w- I want to see, okay? So pump it up. Pump it up. Ready? <laughs> What's your favorite car? Car is uh, probably would be a Cavalier. I'm sorry, a Camry. Cavalier, Camry. Which one? Cavalier, Camry, Camry. Cavalier was my first car, but Camry is my favorite car. Camry. So Toyota, Toyota Camry. Camry. I'm a Toyota right? man. Okay. Okay. So, who was your first love? First love was Darla in high school, and she broke my heart. But she's really fat and heavy now, so jokes on her. Okay. So, what's your favorite food? Favorite food would Chick-fil-A. be probably okay, Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your favorite dressing? Maple syrup. Damn it. Okay. So honey what, mustard. Honey mustard. Okay. Sorry. It was not maple syrup. I thought you'd like maple syrup on your long johns. No. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So next question. That's long john servers, by the way. And long I love their fish. If you can find one near you, please let me know. Cause they've closed a lot of those stores down. Okay. Okay. So in all honesty, what is your most favorite memory as a cop? In it's humbling, but probably second period. probably life-saving award. Um, long story short, girl was intoxicated to the point of passed out. Two college kids were dragging her through the, through the quad area, the green space. I was a college police officer at the time in Pennsylvania. Because I wasn't lazy, I could have looked the other way. I could have just said, you know what, heck with it. Had I not done that, she would have been dead within 20 minutes, according to the uh, medical um, technicians um, at the hospital and doctors. Incredible. Incredible story. Now I'm going to switch the, the questions on G-string or none? G-string. God <laughs> dang. Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> Folks, I'm under duress. If you please can help me, I'm going to shoot a flare gun up somewhere in the mountains, somewhere in California. <laughs> what What's your absolute favorite thing you've seen in California? 
uh, actually the the scenery, the mountains, the the okay. ocean. It's just been just to, nice. I've never been to the West Coast before, and it's mm-hmm. just an honor to come out here and to finally see you guys in person and just take it all in. What are you looking forward to the most still? Actually being a part of the group, seeing Grace. I know Grace has been through a lot of personal tragedy in the last two, three weeks. And to be able to come out here, and she's one of my biggest fans of my voices and my videos, that I can actually meet her face to face and give her some joy just by seeing her in person. Do you have a biography, like photograph of yourself that you're going to sign for her? Um, I think so. Um, it's 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 been displayed on the uh, bedroom area where I'm staying at. So we we could we could do that. Sounds a little kinky. Explain this to me. <laughs> I want to hear what what what. Uh, well, the owner of the uh, Police Fire Military Families Group is a little odd, and she dared me to dress up, and so I bought a pink wig on Amazon, which is my favorite place to shop at, by the way, because I hate going out in public and dealing with people who don't know how to shop or just are always in your way, or the store is always out of the product you like to buy. Amazon, you always know you're going to get it. You always know when you're going to get it. So I like to have shock and awe at times. I like to um, just explore the wild side within a legal realm, of course. But as I said earlier, I was stifled so long by my ex-wife that I couldn't be myself, that now I can just be myself. And there's no judgment in this group. There's no, no one's going to look at me any differently because they know this group is a safe place. So I can venture out, be myself, do different characters, and know that it's blessing people, making people laugh, and they look forward to that. That's awesome, and, and we do look forward to it every day. Everyone always looks forward to your videos, and, and we've spoken on this already, and, and we're looking forward to the new ones that are created over time because they're going to be wild, and you succeed to peer pressure very easily, which I am learning this today just based off of how Brianna was created, So, which is awesome. I asked one more question before we kind of wrap this up today. And actually, it's going to be two parts. So what's your favorite movie? At this point, be courageous. It's a law enforcement uh, movie based on facts and based on reality from a Christian standpoint. But it also shows the what cops really go through. And there's hope. There's another way to get rid of the tension, the pressure, and cops and their families have the same thing that everybody else does, but it shows in this movie that they do and there's a way to get help and just because you're a cop doesn't mean you're perfect. Just because you go out and Lord, you know, God forbid you wanna get in a restaurant and eat something, you're human, you need to eat. A lot of these people are like, what are they doing here? My tax dollars, I get so frustrated hearing my tax dollars. You know what, we pay taxes too. The military people pay taxes, everyone else who works honest and hard for a living pays taxes. So these cliches and these old school mentality of, I pay taxes or I pay your salary. Uh, I've actually, before I retired, would actually rebut that back in a sarcastic way. Sometimes if people complain on me, but I get so tired of it, I started to fight back. And I think that's healthy in some avenue, in some way, that, oh, yeah, they're right. And sometimes, like, you know, I'm sorry I was, I was being an ass to you. Well, that was great, you know. I still think you're a moron. Get away from me. But, no, I would say I've actually had people apologize to me as a deputy sheriff, um, for being rude or nasty if I was doing court security or on the road or a traffic stop. And it was actually shocking to know that people actually, once you kind of push them in their place a little bit and put them in perspective, 
they will back down to level or they will actually apologize, which is really shocking. It's very true. Well said. And then their last question of the day, and this is the, the, the spotlight. Are you going to get on Buttercups and do a Facebook Live on the back of Buttercups in our front yard while you were here? I think I can. I'll be real brief. I had a really bad experience with the death of a horse rider when I was in a police officer in Ohio back in 1997. To this day, I've blacked out what her face looks like. She was a beautiful young girl, barely 25. I was the second one to respond. The horse got spooked through her on the ground very violently and I'll leave out the details and it killed her instantly. We, we called for the medical evac helicopter, which was too late. Um, <clears throat> we had a debriefing afterwards. It didn't really bother me until later on down in life when I actually realized I had PTSI and those things would come back and actually my uh, previous girlfriend took care of horses. So she actually helped me get through some of that and she also was around horses. But horses are a very dangerous animal, so don't take that lightly or take being around horses lightly. But I do believe that you can get over that fear and that tra- that trauma, um, as Clint mentioned, to just get back on the horse and you know do a Facebook Live or a video Live or just overcome that fear of what I witness as a tragedy. And I'll be right beside you. If of you're course. Open yes. to doing it. <clears throat> yes. I will be right beside you and she won't do anything next to me. Right. And you've already seen that. Right. But thank you for listening today. This is once again has been the Tactical Living Podcast. This has been the BKB, Brian K. Bishop and Clint Walton takeover. Ashley Walton is currently tied up somewhere in the residence and she is unable to stop us from doing this and posting it, posting and publishing it. So I'm going to say in light of her being her, here's a long, tight hug from our house to yours. Have a good night, everybody.